Trent, I have uh, a good question for you today. I, I have an actually good question for you today. I'll see when I believe it. Wait, other way around. I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> I'll see it when I see it. I'll hear see it when I see it. Hear it when I hear it. All right, Trent, I got a real doozy for you today. Hit me. Probably the toughest question I've asked you yet. What do you think is the best song on To Pimp a Butterfly? Oh, he's stumped. Wow. He's never listened to To Pimp a Butterfly. King Kuta. No, no, no. I'm joking. Um, Best song. That's tough. I would probably have to say, because it's probably the best Kendrick song ever, how much dollar cost. Mm, going with the uh, Obama answer, I see. <laughs> <laughs> going with Obama's Great favorite. Great minds take a life, what can I say? <laughs> interesting, um, interesting. Yeah, either that or Mama, but that's like a personal favorite. Let's pull up the album real quick. Yeah. Because no or matter I, how- that's a person. Actually, that's probably more a personal favorite. You know, the thing I like about I is that the 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 album version is better than the right. the single that came out initially. It is. Like with all the live stuff and then the and then the yeah and then like where he cuts out the song and he's doing all n-e-g-u-s like yeah that's like that's probably personally my favorite song but the best song on it is i think how much dollar cost oh okay is is that your favorite then or is mama your favorite i is probably my favorite I, i or mama i don't know i don't care give me either one i think you is my best you is fucked up you is fucked up, and that's why song. that's why I think it's so good because yeah. it's, it's it's really awesome. hard to listen to. Uh, and then I would say my favorite is Wesley's Theory. Okay, Wesley's hey. Theory is is that shit. And actually, a close second. I have weird ones on this album, but for free. Oh, this dick, dick ain't, ain't free. free. Have you ever seen yes. the music video for for free? Yeah, yeah. That is fucking cool. It's, it's like a genius video. Like it's a uh huh. It's like an S tier video for sure. Like in that one, kind of like when I feel like people don't know about that one as much. Uh, the video or the song? The video. Yeah, I don't know a lot of people that like have come up to me and be like, "Yeah, it's a sick video." <laughs> <laughs> like they, I think they. Uh, what's is you the one where he's like drinking in that room? That that is a nutty video. video. Yeah, that's... and then what's the video that has Terry Crews in it? <laughs> Oh, that's um, like that's dance. these walls. These walls, yeah, and yeah. Where that's they do pretty... the um, what dance from two thousand six fifteen are they doing? <laughs> that one where it's like a bunch of dances, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just remember them. Yeah, like, uh, oh, listeners can't God, see what what, what dance move I just did, but that video. Uh, anyway, really quickly before we get while we're still on this topic, yeah. Give me can can we do a quick Kendrick album ranking really quick? Yeah, you want to? Oh shit! Yeah, I dude, because I, I was just talking about this at work the other day, and people were getting kind of mad at me with my list. Okay, um, let's 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 pull his shit up because I'm I'm horrible at remembering anything off the top and of my we are, brain. Are we including Untitled and Mastered as? Yes, okay, yes, good, we are because that's like a key element in my yeah. list that makes people mad. Um, so let's let's set what we're what we're gonna consider. I'm not con- I'm not putting overly dedicated That's into the fine. mix. I'm not either. Section 80, Good Kid, Mad City, Tip of a Butterfly, obviously, on my Untitled, A Master, Damn, and uh, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Um, you want me? To- you start. I started when we did the Tyler one, so Fuck you, you. start. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Um, from I'll start from one because that's easiest. Okay. Uh, to Pimp a Butterfly obviously i think is the best do you are you gonna say you bitch (laughs) 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 to bip a butterfly is the first best one and then i i'm gonna say that good kid mad city is second and then i will put untitled unmastered at number three and then uh i'm gonna put the damn collector's edition at (laughs) That's fair. No, before the no, I'm just I'm being a troll. I'm just gonna put damn <laughs> at what? Where are we at? You're at four. Four, section eighty at five, um, and the damn collector's edition is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that everything? Uh, yeah, that's all. That's five. 
Yeah. So you go to Pippa Butterfly, Good Kid, Mad City, Untitled and Mastered, Damn, Section 80. Yeah. And to Pimpa Butterfly is like 10 out of 10. I think Good Kid, Mad City is is pretty 10 out of 10 too. And then Untitled Unmastered is like a like a sweet nine and a half, like a nine, nine and a half to me. And then Damn's like an eight. Yeah. Good Kid, right. Mad City is about like a, sorry, Section 80 is like an eight too, I think. Um, we have pretty much similar lists. I, I would say okay. Here's the here's the monkey wrench I'm gonna throw in though. Don't, Actually, we don't, don't say have, untitled we don't, unmastered is number one. <laughs> I'm gonna beat your ass if you if you say that to me right now, <laughs> bro. No, it's not number one. It's <laughs> okay, not number good. one. All right, cool. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna start from five going up. That's more climactic. I, I like yeah, I like the suspense. Yeah, damn is the worst one. And it's not bad. It's actually the only one I own on vinyl, too, which is interesting, but it's my least favorite Kendrick album. Okay. And then I have Section 80. And then I have Good Kid, Mad City. And then I have Untitled Unmastered, and then I have to put Butterfly. See, I was almost ballsy enough to put Untitled Unmastered second. The thing is, though, I'll give them my scores, too. I think Damn is, like, probably a seven. I think it's, it's a good album. It's an, no, it's good. It's, it's good. good it, it's a good it has some C, of my favorite ever, ever, ever Kendrick yeah. songs. Like it's got some XXX of the, is like the best song. One on of the album. best songs that he's ever made. No, it, it is the best song on the album. It's the best song on the album, but it's one of the best songs he ever made too. Oh, yeah, but yeah, also, yeah. Pride is an amazing song. I love Pride. Pride. I like uh, Lust. I like Lust is uh, awesome. DNA is amazing. Obviously, DNA and Humble are great. Humble's great. I mean, there's a lot of like great. But yeah, great seven shit out of ten. Album. I get that a seven out of ten. Fear. Section eight. Duckworth. Duckworth is awesome. Actually, that's one of those songs. There's a, so there's a moment on every Kendrick song that gives me chills. I mean, on every Kendrick Ooh, album that gives me chills. Yeah, yeah. And Duckworth was the moment on the Kendrick album that gave me the on Damn that gave me the chills. Like I heard it and then I was like, oh, like you, yeah, there's that aha moment that was like, oh fuck. Damn. <laughs> anyway, so seven out of ten for Damn. Probably eight, 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 eight and a half maybe out of ten for Section Eighty, and then. 10 out of 10 for Good Kid Mad City, 10 out of 10 for Untitled Unmastered, 10 out of 10 for Damn. All of them are 10 out of 10s. But sonically, like when I'm just sitting down to listen to an album, I don't really care what the fuck I'm listening to. I'll almost always just like put on Untitled Unmastered over any other Kendrick album. But it's not the best one. To Pimp a, Butter- to Pimp a Butterfly is like I listen far to Tip and away Butter- the best Kendrick album. I and listen to To Pimp a Butterfly the most. I, I don't get it when people say To Pimp a Butterfly doesn't have any replay value. I get it. People are dumb and idiots. Yeah, dumb they idiots. Don't, they don't exactly. deserve to be you walking read around my mind. freely in society. You read, <laughs> <laughs> you read my they mind. They should be on one of those like parents have those like backpacks that have leashes mm. the people who don't think to Pippa butterfly has replay value yeah you motherfuckers are the who, people who grew up yeah. with those backpacks yeah <laughs> but uh yeah yeah no that's a great album that's like one of the best albums of all time that was a good idea this has officially been the longest pre-intro that we've done so far but yeah, i don't even remember what the question was it oh. was what's your favorite kendrick wait song on to i asked you which was better the damn collector's edition or the <laughs> damn or the original damn <laughs> I have the original one on vinyl, so I'm going to go with that one. We still letting it spin, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. I'm feeling spicy today. This is the Devin Pax Magic Hour. It is. This is a good song for a late night podcast, which is what we're doing right now. What we're doing right now. Yeah. What time is it right now? 9.30? Guess who works at 6.30 in the morning? hint it's not trent it's not trent <laughs> and i also just remembered it's actually six in the morning so kill me rip bitch yo this is my vibe today fuck uh, i love the eagles man you love the eagles i get down with the eagles I won't say I love them. <laughs> I don't know why I said I love the Eagles. Cause yeah, I feel like that's not a factual <laughs> statement. <laughs> I was capping. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Damn. I just wanted to vibe out on this. This was my this is my vibe today. This is awesome. And this is perfect for the late night podcast. Hold up, wait. 
slide. Hey, this does slide. I can hear like 03 Greedo on this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's stop assigning like rap things, hip hop things to like to the Eagles. clearly not hip hop songs. Like the Mac DeMarco with 808s. That shit was fire. Yeah. I get behind that. Hip hop's more abundant and more more resilient <laughs> than people give it credit for, man. Oh, absolutely. All right. Let's intro this podcast. What's up, everybody? Good morning, hip hop. Good morning, PDX. It's nighttime. It's 9.30 at night. It's a late night podcast, and uh, that's just what we're doing today. Late night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome, to <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Between the Sheets Hour <laughs> with Devin Pax. Yo. Uh, pause. Pause. No. Okay, pause. I didn't say pause. New Music Monday podcast, <laughs> where we talk good music, new music, old music, bad music. I've totally messed that Butchered up. Butchered that, bro. Like a deli. It's cool, because we're still early in the game. I got <laughs> many, many episodes to get this right. But we talk we'll all there. of those things. I think today we're going to talk some good music. Mostly good. We are going to talk some bad music. All new. Always new. new. Except for that Eagles jam. Yeah, that's old. <laughs> and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll bring that back around when the Ancient. 03 Greedo remix comes out. Because yeah. <laughs> that's going to be fire. Get on that. I am the young Dev Demolino, the synthesizer of opinions. Holla at your boy. And my friend here, I'll let him introduce himself. I'm Pax. BCB Pax. That was weak. Well. <clears throat> it's late. Pax, how you doing today? Pretty good. Good. You worked today, huh? Pulled an eight, eight, nine, nine hour shift today. I'm mm, a little tired. I pulled a five hour shift, but I also made a video before I did that shift. And then I came back and edited the video for like two hours. Yo, work is work, bro. Work is work Salute. is work, whether I get paid to do it or not. Yeah. Eventually you'll get paid to do it. I will. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Shout out to my man, Ryan from mini music critic, my mini music critic, dad, my mini music critic, boss, young Ryan, the homie down from, uh, down from Southern California, came up to Portland to visit a friend okay. and, and, and ended up getting to toss a couple brews back with his young Dev Demolino synthesizer of opinions. Uh, it's cool when you get to meet people that you only know through Instagram. <laughs> right, that you've been working with for like a long ass time. Yes, for like a year. And yeah. I've video chatted with him like twice. That was it. Right. So that was fun. That's exciting. Yeah, no, that was cool. Shout out to shout out to Ryan and any any right. any of my other IG homies. Anytime you're in Portland, man, hit me up. Deb's a nice guy, especially if you're older than 21. Yeah, hit me up. <laughs> I'm not taking you to PDX Playdate. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go walk around Forest Park. <laughs> <laughs> we should talk some new music, shouldn't we? I think that would be appropriate. Yeah, because it's, it's getting late. <laughs> <laughs> it's already late. <laughs> we just started. We, we've done nothing of the sort yet. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we haven't. Well, this was another pretty crazy week. We we had a lot of music dropping. Again, I just May has just been insane. Yeah. And even next week is going to be light in comparison, unless right. something comes up, you know, that's a surprise. Some surprises. Which is totally possible. Totally possible. We got actually. a random ass Beast Coast album this week, so you never know. Uh huh. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we had we had four big albums, four albums that I cared about. Yeah. Uh, that were dropping today or this weekend, and uh, yeah, May has just been insane. Yeah, last week obviously we had like six albums that were worth talking about, mm -hmm. and this week we have four. Next week we still have Skepta and we still have Denzel Curry. Yeah. Uh, that I can think of off the top of my head. Uh. Both both projects we're looking forward to. So, I think both of those will be good. It's like light week, but I'm sure we'll have a lot to say regardless. I agree. I agree. Well, let's get down to the first album, shall we? Let's do it. How much does this Flylo album sound like pieces of Tapimpa Butterfly to you? Uh. That's a good, that's actually, I never thought about, I didn't think about that at all, but now that you've said the words, I, a lot. There's a lot of moments that are very reminiscent of To Pip a Butterfly. Huh. Which is interesting. I said that because, because I'm listening to this, this, this exact moment here. This right. does remind me a lot of, of that, yeah. but, um, I don't know, everything just kind of reminds me of To Pip a Butterfly sometimes. I feel like <laughs> everyone's, like, dick riding to Pippa Butterfly. Oh, yeah. 
But I mean, you dick ride good things normally. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah, I this switch up is like one of the. Be- I, I, and the music video so for this one. Yeah. Oh my god, dude! This is that's like one of my favorite music videos I've ever seen. That's cool. That animation is cool. If you haven't seen the listeners, if you haven't so, seen the music video for this, definitely like pause this right now and, and check it out. It's fun. The dude who animated that is the dude that animated Samurai Champloo, a bunch of other shit that New Jobbies worked on. That's why. Okay. So it's really familiar anime style. I didn't mm-hmm. realize it when yeah. I first watched yeah, it, I and really I looked at the that. credits and I was like, oh shit, I know that name looked it up and yeah i remember the name of the animator right being a, a, a big deal but i obviously couldn't relate it back to to that so that would have been samurai shampoo and cowboy bebop cowboy bebop yeah. yeah uh and now that i'm thinking about it that's exactly where that animation reminds me of, of both of those animes great animes if you guys like anime and you haven't seen those fuck you <laughs> <clears throat> no not actually fuck you me and Deborah just weebs like that's all it is that's true that's true <laughs> um trent before you trent has prepared uh i guess some spicy hot takes and some dynamic and really interesting uh you know criticisms of the album he's hyping and, me up and, and, okay <laughs> I, I, you didn't tell me what you were gonna talk about so i don't know what to like it's run you exciting. in on <laughs> All right, y'all. So Trent just did the wokest deep dive on <laughs> the on the Flying Lotus, Flamagra, 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 Potato Potato album, <laughs> and we got really into it. Yeah. And there's a lot of story to it. And I really suggest that you listen to our bonus episode that will just cover this album pretty comprehensively. Yeah. You want to hear me ramble? I mean, that's a great no, episode. we got we got woke. <laughs> like we went through the we eternal flame <laughs> like twice. So Feels definitely sick. check that out because there was a lot of insight that I didn't know really about the album. You know, I'm I'm still kind of chewing on it, mm-hmm. but I'm kind of all that woke shit you just dropped on me is going to help me like give it a deep dive listen that I haven't done yet because I've only listened to like the first half and then listened to the second half by itself and then I've had trouble finding the time to sit down and right. just just eat the whole album and uh, it's a lot to eat <laughs> it, 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 is, that, it is it is it is it's it's a lot and it's it's <laughs> not even like the longest album in the world but there are there's like there's 27 songs yeah so it is kind of a lot to sit through but here's our here's our capstone points about the album i think it is his most accessible album yet mm-hmm. but he still manages to create a hyper dense and like multi-meaning yeah. you know like type story or There's a lot of concept around it thing, yeah. layered dense um you know not fully uh explained to you not spelled right. out to you there are some explicit moments to get you to understand certain themes about the album like fire and like you know f- things pers- burning down yeah. and then things having to be built back <laughs> right. up and life being you know that and, and perseverance like and, that. and the human experience and whatnot um but i appreciated that there are a lot of um easy on the ear moments mm-hmm. to relieve some of the really dense and layered and uh, uh, frankly confusing moments right. on, on on the album like yeah. both in terms of what's happening on a music level and then on on a, on a sense of like, well, what is this telling me or what is this adding to the narrative of the album? Because clearly there's like a, a thick with, yeah, t- yeah. with hella C's <laughs> narrative to the album. So, Trent, 10 out of 10? Uh, bro, t- 11 out of 10. Trent said it was his, 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 it's the best album he heard this year. It's one of the best albums he's heard ever. Yeah. I'm like solidly putting it top 10. I'm like tentatively. So you're putting this album up there with To Pimp a Butterfly and yes. mad villainy yes and what else uh it's so hard to like put this on the spot but stuff like uh ready to die um mm. i i mean i think this is like this is a lot different than anything else in my top 10 yeah but it's solidly in there i mean i i really enjoyed the album and like I was even playing it for Maggie and, and, you know, just in passing, Maggie really liked what she heard too. Well, it's funny you and, say that. And, I was like listening to with Sarah and like the only song she really tuned in on was that weird one that like some, someday, 
the like weird one that sounds like fucking like circus music mm, she was okay. like what the fuck are we listening to <laughs> i was like i was like i don't know that's always the worst when you're like <laughs> yeah. listening to some some dense mm. music and then your girl's like roasting you yeah, like, like what, what the, the hell, hell are we listening this? to this is gross yeah. um, so favorite songs uh definitely land of honey is up there um i i personally love the david lynch fire is coming um it's crazy. but it's not really so a song. crazy <laughs> um and then the george clinton burning down the house is awesome george clinton was one of my favorites tierra whack feature was one of my oh, favorites yeah, awesome. uh more with anderson anderson pock was great i still love spontaneous uh i have been coming back to right. that a lot a lot a lot oh and, and then i want to and then the two uh mac Miller, thank you malcolm and uh find, uh, your, own way find home. your own way home yeah those are definitely some, some odes to mac out. miller that is amazing so uh, if you're not going to listen to our deep dive, the one thing that Trent really wants you to know or do in listening to this album is like really zone in on songs 12 to 15. So that's black balloon, black balloons reprise with Denzel Curry. Uh, if you've listened to the Denzel Curry album, the last one, you would know this is black balloons on that album. So right. there's kind of a continuity crossover there, which is cool. After that is the David Lynch fire is coming. Like it's not a song. It's just like, it's like a narration. It's, it's just like a story. Yeah. And it's creepy as, as hell. Yeah. Inside Your Home After That, which is a one minute instrumental break. And then actually virtual with Shabazz Palaces, which was super cool to hear yeah. Shabazz Palaces on this album. Trent's given an 11 out of 10. I have a semi inconclusive rating of the album. I, I wouldn't put a score on it yet. Uh, maybe I'll come back and give you a score next week. Sounds good, man. Let's finally talk about <laughs> YG. Hell yeah, Fohan. Faux real, faux real. YG's back. Oh yeah, yeah. YG's back with Absolutely. another album. With, with, with another album with some with some bangers on it. Uh, Trent, I'm just gonna just snap on you. What, what do you, what did you think of the YG album? Uh, I was happy i was very happy with it um especially considering the last project uh i thought this was miles above that one i gotta be real i think the last album gets a bit of a bad rap i don't think, I think it's a bad it has album, more good but... songs than people get it credit for <laughs> that's fair so yg dropped an album last year around like may i'm pretty mm, sure i'm pretty like sure this exactly like a year ago. exactly a year ago that he did yeah. that album and um you know, coming off of Still Brazy, mm-hmm. one of the best albums I've heard in a long, long time. Yeah, one yeah. of my favorite albums great album. this decade for sure. Uh, bit of a letdown. There's some. The, I think there are good moments, and then there are like lows that are like pretty low and and hard to. I don't know. Hard to really. Uh, just like why? You yeah. Know? <laughs> why, um, and, and, and it's such a. It's such a more like casual listen it's such a, a more like party mm-hmm. you know oriented album a more like club oriented album with like radio singles and and whatnot so and some of those those singles did well but um yeah not the best like you know hip-hop head or like right. you know elitist like, like album dev, to listen to i want to let you in on a little secret dev is a fucking huge yg fan you know, this is true i've been a he's f- pretty I've, high up on your list like of rappers. Oh yeah, I, th- I think. I mean, it kind of sucks that you dropped this last album. That well, with this album, okay. Let's let's get to yeah, 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 what I'm saying here. Right. <laughs> I think for real is about as good as the as as um stay dangerous is. Unfortunately, really? it has the same thing where it's like there are some songs I really really like, mm-hmm. and off the bat I really really like them, and then there are like there's several moments that I do not care for. I do not really want to hear again, and and a, a lot of it's just in the beats and in the hook writing i don't think all these dj mustard beats are really my favorite i mean i'm glad that yg and dj mustard are working together right but how did you feel about the lead track on this album uh like the first one? the first song on the album Oh, what we were just listening to. Yeah, yeah. Hard Bottoms and White Sox. Yeah. I loved that. I'll just go down the track listing. Hard Bottoms and White Sox. Love that song. Bottle Service. Followed it up great. In the Dark was a bit jarring to me when I first heard it. And I thought I loved this, it. 
that is a banger. That's a one in of the, the hottest dark songs in the dark the, in the dark. That's one of the hottest songs. On that this, goes on this hard show, for sure. Okay, and then go loco. We people already know how we, we feel go about loco. go loco. <laughs> uh, stop snitching. I love. It's actually kind of funny. These first five songs are like bangers, and then um, oh, and sixth song. Uh, I love on the block, Valet and Boogie, and YG on the same song together. I, was, I thought that I was, was kind of cool. cool. As fuck. I was kind of cool on that one. I wasn't really into that one. Literally the next six songs I really? hate. I hate pretty much all of them. Yes. Really? Yeah. I shit you not. What's I, the I next hate song? Keisha had a baby. I didn't like that one. What's the next one? The Meek Mill song with the other two chicks. Uh, with Kamaya? No. Oh, with uh, Rose Gold. Yeah. I think there's some nah, super. I didn't, I didn't care for this one either. Super lazy sounding like yeah. old school West Coast beats on here that I, I don't like. Um, I don't remember exactly how I feel about play too much. See that song was also like on the same level as in the dark for me. I loved it. Mm. And I'll have it, to come back to that. And for the reason being that it really showed like that song and in the dark are like epitomes to me of why YG is like the best west coast rapper right now like 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 purely west coast like obviously kendrick's from the west coast but yg makes like west coast music Mm. and like those two songs were fire and very like compton like southern california type music yeah man i i don't know man i so then then we got the kamaya and g easy song i fucking hate that song (laughs) that song is trash and then you go from that to a kamaya rj mitch so those are his like little homies and then a tidala sign song and is that unfortunately that's not that much better that is do you dance i kind of like that uh her story i can't remember off the top of my head exactly and then my last words the nipsey tribute was awesome it was cool it's awesome and then Stop Snitching remix with the baby is not that far. Was cool, but I, you know, like his verse sounds super like like I don't know, right. like like very emailed. Is, yeah, is he, the like point didn't, he didn't come that hard on it. I mean, even just like the quality of of like the um the, oh. the layering of the vocals, I, I thought was kind oh, of like I rough. See. I thought it was mixed. Like weird. an MP3 in like Google Docs or some shit. Yeah, like yeah. it just didn't sound very organic. So my point on the album, I think half of it is good. So and then what's funny to me is that well, I I, I now that I'm thinking about it, stay dangerous. About half of that is 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 good to me too. So I had an idea. Hmm. I made a playlist called Stay For Real. Oh. And I just kind of thought, well, if I just cut all the songs I don't like out of both albums. Each album. I have a 14 song album that I think if he just dropped this, it'd be the hottest thing in the streets wow. right now. Like like 100%. So if, uh, if, if people are out there, I have this uh, Stay For Real playlist up on my, my, my Devon Marcel uh, Spotify playlist. You can, you can hit me on Instagram for the link or something. I want you guys to check this out because I like how I arranged these songs. And, right. and so um, I'll just tell you what the al- what's on the album. So I, I tried to mix... I tried to mix up the songs so that not too many that are on the same album are playing in a row, but I tried to just make it flow correctly, mm-hmm. uh, which actually took me many iterations of this. I mean, I did it in like 30 minutes, but I <laughs> sat here for a minute and like right. move things around and move things around, move things around. It didn't sound right until it fucking did. And this is fire. Mm-hmm. So I started with Hard Bottoms and White Socks, the first song on Stay, sorry, For and Real. I would just want to say really quick. That is not at all what I expected when I first turned this album on. I didn't expect like a kind of introspective cut like that. And the beat was a lot softer than like normal yeah, YG yeah. goes. So I was really into that. I liked that. Yeah. Anyway, go on. So I go from that into uh, Go Loco, actually. I got one of the radio bangers out of the way early, and I thought it followed up that song pretty nicely. And then into Bottle Service, which is on the For Real album. And I thought, you know, just keep the party vibe going. Mm-hmm. And then In the Dark. I thought was uh, a, a cool way to follow that up. Again, kind of um, still on the I don't know on the on the club vibe spectrum of YG, which then I moved into a little bit more of some of the more grittier gangster er, 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 moves, like mm-hmm. songs on the album. Uh, Sue Whoop. Oh yeah, the first single to come out from the last album, um, and then I left the uh, Free the Homies interlude in here. And then after that, 
because we need to free the homies, I put stop snitching. Because nice. that makes sense, that right? Make like sense. that's yeah. why we got homies like in prison. And uh, <laughs> so that that kind of runs a little a little a little gangster vibe. Uh, then into I was on the block, the valet and boogie song that I love. It's one of my favorites from both albums. That's weird, bro. I into one of the most underrated songs uh, on the album. Hey, 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 uh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, this, this song is fire. This goes hard, dude. This is one of my more highlight moments on that one. I like that shit. Yeah. And a lot of people, I, I, I've always been surprised about this. A lot of people never liked the handgun with ASAP Rocky song. Yeah, I didn't really care for that. Yeah, no, like I never, like I, anyone I talk to, nobody, nobody really vibes on it. But like that was one of my favorite songs from the album. So that, and then um, Can't Get Into Canada, another really underrated moment on the Stay Dangerous album. I'm going to let this one rock. Hit it from the back, pussy man it up. Hey, in Canada, hey. Yeah, I get it. I like that one. And then into six 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 with the uh, NBA Young Boy feature. This is probably one of the only good things I've heard NBA Young Boy do. Um, into the Nipsey wow. tribute, and then Bomb Town's finest. Nice. No, no, no. I uh, I do agree. If that was like dropped as an actual album. Like in that order with those songs, that'd be yo pretty fucking elite. If you're out there listening, <laughs> just 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 hit it all the way through, man. I think it flows nice. I think I, I do think there is really great moments on both of those albums, and it's just like not a very focused. Both neither of them are, are very focused albums to me. Neither of them are like as cohesive as I would like them to be, or they're just like moments that ruin better moments, right. in my opinion, for both albums. So. Yeah, there's just idea to cut out all the fat. Just 47 minute album, 14 songs. Uh, again, if he would have, if he would have went from Jesus, if he would have went from st- from still brazy to drop just like these songs that I have. Right. Oh my god, dude, I would be like, yeah, dick eating. Pause. Probably be not nutting all over the place. Yeah. So, final right. verdict on YG album. I think it's okay. You think it's a little better than okay? I think it's pretty good. I think it's I I think it's better than stay dangerous but i don't think it's like i think i like stay dangerous more wow yeah which i'm a little disappointed to say that but as of late i've i've like gotten kind of a newfound appreciation for the album that i I didn't have originally i will say one of the songs you did not like was i thought was a banger and i'm kind of more into that like dancey west coast kind of shit i love do your dance dude that shit was hot (laughs) I it's got not, so down dude. on that, bro. It's just not. That bro. sounded like some London drugs. I like, like I re- like to dance, but that doesn't make me want to dance, bro. dude. Come on. I kind of got to do that. So we got two new uh, J Cole features, just like out of the blue. We have a Young Thug and Travis Scott and J Cole song that I never really anticipated getting, but I think it's cool. That's pretty good. I think, I think it's like. Uh, a lot of like 13 year old white kids will hype it up a lot more than it needs to be mm, but <laughs> that's gonna be tough yeah so that's I'm gonna, gonna see so a lot tough. of like Fortnite memes and shit with this on it but I thought it was pretty good J. Cole snapped on it I think J. Cole's verse was fire yeah and I like I really liked the uh, Travis Scott hook too and then you know Young Thug just comes on and like just starts Young Thugging start, yeah, all, over thugging all over the place and I, I can't <laughs> handle it it's really I thought that song was pretty good and then this Ty Dolla Sign, I got. I like this one. Like, a little this more. sample is all the way in that Ty Dolla Sign bag. Yeah. This is called Purple Emoji, which I, I think is probably the wackest part about it's the song. The dumb, yeah, that's the <laughs> dumbest part of the whole song. It's you, you the name just, and you the art. <laughs> you literally could have just called the song "I Need You." <laughs> yeah. But I guess Purple Emoji stands out more. And then the album artwork is like purple emoji. Dude, it literally, the album artwork looks like something that would be on like a Hot Topic t-shirt. It's really dumb. Like a Spencer's t-shirt. <laughs> so we got that Ty Dolla Sign album like coming soon, I think. Yeah, and I will actually say, uh, I didn't I didn't care for his last album. I don't remember what it's he called. He did a Beach House 3. Yeah, I didn't care for that. But the the whole like election-based album he put out a couple Campaign. Years, 
campaign. Bitch, get on your campaign. I forget about that album. That out al- that whole project is fucking awesome. I bumped that shit so much when it came out. And like now I like revisit it every once in a while and I'm like Dude, that's got cuts on it. This is like that has cut. cuts on it, and yeah. that has like one of the best Ty Dolla Sign songs ever. In um, what the fuck is it? <laughs> it's acoustic. Oh, it's like the last song. It's like the second to last song, I think. Stealing all, stealing all these bitches' hearts, you know. Yeah. 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 No, that that album is pretty good. It's pretty awesome. Zaddy is good. Zaddy Three is Ways great. is good. The Migo song is good. The Dollar Sign intro and the Dollar Sign song that comes after that, all pretty fire. Yeah, I think that's kind of an underrated album. And then, you know, Free TC is, 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 is Free that TC's shit. awesome. Um, so I'm looking forward to this next album. I'm kind of hoping it's going to, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping it's going to be better than, than Beach House 3 because I, I didn't even listen to I Beach House 3. I forgot about that shit. Yeah. Steve Lacey put out an album, didn't he? Oh, he did. And I heard it many times because Sarah has a... Sarah, like Dev, has a huge crush on Steve Lacey. <laughs> Damn, dude. I found Whoa. out Steve Lacey was bi and I never turned back, dude. dude. Yeah, so check- this was kind of an interesting song. <laughs> so the like one of the first songs of the album is like... He's got this line in there where he's like, I don't... I don't... I don't... I don't see gender. I only see yeah. energy. Yeah, he's kind of he on like a. I assume he's like a pansexual vibe. Yeah. I thought he was just like bi, but he seems like he just really doesn't give a fuck at all. Like, yeah, he that just was vibes on that, whatever. That was me being not woke enough and <laughs> and 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 limiting him to still binary gender <laughs> uh, confinements of who he can like and not like. But uh, yeah, so I thought that was kind of cool. I mean, it was. It was uh, like n- not subtle because he he just says it like right. he's very much like just says it straight up. You can't really miss it, but at the same time, it's like ah, okay, I just said that and then just moved on. Like it's not yeah. like that's the point of this album. Like, he, I, like I don't think like he really touches on it. Yeah, he has like another line in the same song where he's like, "How many how many people aren't gonna tell their parents like me or something?" Exactly. Shit? Yeah, and it's like it's that's like I think is a very clever line because if his parents like care about his music at all, they'll listen to this album and then they'll ne- like <laughs> hear him say that. It's kind of meta. Yeah, I think that's just like clever and the kind of shit I like about Steve Lacey. Um, you know, I was a little uh, I was a little disappointed in this album for the most part. Oh, okay. Now this is the uh, like a mandala's interlude, which I think is gorgeous. Uh, that's a what's her face, Mandla Stibe. Fuck, I don't know, but whatever this is, is, is she was on? She was just on Igor too. Fire. She had a moment on Igor where she's playing the strings. Mm, um, okay, yeah, right. Um, yeah, so I liked that that song with with Daisy. Uh, there's another song with Rosalia that I like a mm-hmm. lot too. Um, Playground. What do you think about Playground? Do you remember that one? Uh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here. Where's your Prince meter at? <laughs> I was about to say, actually, um, one of the things that I really fucking love about Steve Lacey is that he seems like he's stuck in another, like, he seems like he lives his life in another decade, but he just kind of, like, comes back every once in a while to make music and then he goes back to he's an movie. alien like he's from like the 70s or 80s or something like that and he's just like coming back to make some music that he likes and then he goes back because so much of this album with like it's sort of like modulation on the guitars like that kind of like uh rock um what the fuck is it called uh think trent dude i cannot think of the word What's the word? Uh, oh, the like psychedelic rock effect that oh, he has okay, on, the, yeah, yeah. on the guitars, or he has like a lot of like layering vocals so that it sounds like there's like a whole chorus behind him, but it's really just him. Those are like super like 70s, 80s elements. And uh, it's one of the things I love about him is he's able to like bring that into like modern soul, modern pop, R&B, and like really elevate it. I like this kind of shit. Like, I think this was a great song. Um, so you don't think it's too princey? No, I think it's like. The the here's I think that Steve Lacey right now is kind of like um, an image of sort of like the modern like like the youth's perspective. So like when you look at like 
it, when you look at like the 70s or like you look at the 60s and you think of like man what's the like what's the face of like what the current state of like the youth like how they're feeling about like the current state of things obviously you probably think like the beatles like that's like that's an easy one mm-hmm. i think steve lacy's one of those dudes for this like era of kids like maybe even maybe even younger than us like i think maybe like 18 to like 20 year olds um i think he's really representative of like what kids are going through or like what kids are feeling there's a lot of moments on this album where he says something that i'm like bro my little brother probably thinks the same shit like probably feels the same way and um i think it's like fun tracks like that like playground i think that's like a great representation of like kind of the carelessness of like a younger young adult like that hmm. i like those moments i don't know if i'm feeling that take really i also don't like that like me has that long outro uh into like the second half yeah it's like a nine minute yeah i don't mind that i think there's like there's room for those kind of things chance the rapper did it on acid or whatever that song is push a man where he goes into that, that was different second. though that one was good the second half of that song's great. I don't really care for the first half, like me. I think the second half of like me is awesome. I thought, yeah, no, I liked I liked like me for the most part. I like Playground too. I think he does a lot of singing in a very like high falsetto register in this in this album, and I don't know that I care for it. I think some of the like instrumentation is like on that song. I think like the beat is good, and for the most part, the hook is good. But then like some of the higher pitch singing later on in the song doesn't sound good it doesn't really i i don't think steve lacy's singing on this is actually like all that impressive at all that's i mean i get that and parts of it are actually like kind of super great i actually think that that note is actually really indicative of like steve lacy as a whole right now because if you read his birthday was like a week ago, like, and everyone was wishing him happy yep. birthday, whatever. Taurus season, baby. And, <laughs> well, like Sid and Patrick Page and all the other people on the internet were making posts about him. And one of the things I saw was like very much a theme in these happy birthdays were like, you're so much different than like the quiet, shy, reserved kid that I knew when you put out the Steve Lacey demo. You become this like butterfly and like this person who's all out there. Mm. And I think that this album is like, totally indicative of that because when you put those two out those two projects side by side this is so much more like bubbly out there like ride and dark red and all those were so much more tame i don't know if that's a pro if that's a product of his current like or his like personal like how he's feeling or whatever or if it i mean he's in like an actual studio now and probably not just working on his iphone he has yeah. a little more room to do yeah. that shit um but i think that's like that's maybe an indication of like his entire personality right now. Um, those like falsetto things. I think he's just like, bro, I'm feel confident as fuck. Like, let me sing in a falsetto kind of shit. Yeah. I, I can and see where you appreciate that. I think I over, I, I think, I think he overstepped the, the, the realm of confidence for me to the point of biting off more than I think, he can chew with this album Mm -hmm. so maybe maybe i'm still stuck on like the steve lacy demo album and obviously it's been like two years since that came out so you know how fair is it to like hold him to that sound but with that demo it's such a short straight to the point like 11 minute experience that in my mind logically the next step was uh, honestly this song oh i think this is still the best song on the album exactly and i I have that same the same thing we've talked about like pretty much every week on this podcast (laughs) of like the single i hate when the single is the best song and i really feel like that there and i and and it's like i mean now like like moving from like me to playground to you know hate cd to a monolith interlude to this i just don't i just i i don't really get a sense of cohesiveness one in the album and then two there are just rough moments on this on this album and i haven't been back on it enough to like specifically go back to songs like 
Basement Jack, I remember not really liking that much. I can't really remember what Guide and Lay Me Down and Hate CD and, and Lust Down, We Trust Lay Me sound Down's like. A cut. I, I love Lay Me Down. Um, no, okay, I will say this. I think I miss some of the simplicity of the Steve Lacey demo, and I was hoping to sort of see how that level of simplicity would work across a greater length of tracks, a greater runtime of songs. And I thought he was capable of still taking that very DIY sound and just like fleshing it out more. Whereas I feel like this sounds like the third project I would have wanted him wanted him to make, having like taken a step between Steve Lacey demo and this, because I feel like this comes out sounding just a little too rough around the edges. Okay. I will say that the I don't think either Steve Lacey demo or Apollo twenty one are I don't I don't have a favorite there. I know you just said that Steve Lacey demo is probably more your Well they're hard to compare right now. They're they're hard to compare. And that's kind of what I don't like about right. this album is I can't really judge his 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 advancements with this album in comparison to that demo because well, they're just they're 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 pretty much apples and oranges. I only say that to say that um I think that this album was not like you said, it wasn't really what I wanted that bad. It wasn't really what I expected, but I'm happy with it. Like I I think that it's still even if it's not what I loved in the Steve Lacey demo, it's what I love in the internet. It's what I love in his features on Matt Martian's album. It's those things. Or like what I liked on the Vampire Weekend album in his moments. Those are the moments that I find on this album to be like intriguing or like uh, appealing. There are things that I don't like about this album. Um, I think that when you become, when you start in, as an artist in like, this really interesting way like Steve Lacey did where he just did everything on GarageBand and like everything on his phone and it made everything sound a little like lo-fi a little more like uh in the trenches kind of shit you could just like hear the loops yeah. you can hear like the very mechanical right and then when you move in when it. you start there and then you move into you've gained all this popularity over two years and you're able to go into a full-fledged studio with a lot of different I'm sure a lot of different instrument instrumental artists around you you be able to create this like expansive sound rather than just like a drum loop, a bass line, a guitar line, and your vocals. It does make me miss a little bit of like the DIY feeling that I got in the Steve Lacey demo. Like there, I do think this is like a lot more clean and polished, which maybe necessarily I don't like that much um, in its sound. But I mean, I get what you're saying. The ideas are a lot like the con like the content is maybe not like the most like. I just feel like I'm I, again like, back to this point something? where I just feel like I'm missing a step. Okay. I'm missing a step between the demo and this album. I think and 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 not that I don't I want to like pigeonhole his ideas, but right. it, it like the the step forward doesn't make a ton of sense. I think you and this is just my uh, advice. I think you should listen to Steve Lacey demo. And then you should listen to Hive Mind. Ex and then you should and listen I was just to this about album. to make that point because. Steve Lacey is someone who's worked on several different projects yeah. since then. So in one sense, I can say like, okay, in his own continuity, yeah, that there's a, there's a step missing, missing but, link. Yeah. but then when you look at it compared to the fact that he's done a, 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 a an internet album, mm -hmm. he worked an on internet, the crush EP with Raven Lene. Yeah. An internet album by, that he was a lot more in the limelight on than previous internet exactly he and we heard him and we heard him play you know somewhat of an instrumental role in a couple different places on the vampire weekend album yeah which and that was its own like mass adventure of right of of different sounds and different genres and whatnot so um yeah this this album makes sense in the sense that uh, i still feel like he's going for the neo soul the kind of psychedelia like soul mm -hmm. soul rock kind of vibe i don't think it hits on every song and because of that then i start looking at the conceptually from his last project to this project and how i feel like there's 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 something missing there there's for me jarring, personally yeah and that's where i i i, I see that. i stop loving it so much 
anything else you have to say about Steve Lacey, other than the fact that he is a sexy man? Uh, I do want to say that he's also still only 21, so we can expect to see a lot is of he up, really? a lot of new shit. Yeah, he's only 21 years old. Damn, so dude, he's a genius. We're gonna see a lot of shit from him. He's this such is a not the last thing we'll ever get. <laughs> he is such a genius. Yeah. We've been podcasting for a little while, so I'm gonna speed right ahead of this uh, Joyner Lucas and Logic amazing song. Oh, I don't know. Hey, about you that. know, actually, we, we we didn't we didn't hate on it so we bad. We didn't hate it. I didn't. I'm. I actually think it's okay. This is Trent Louder in the flesh saying I didn't hate this Logic song. And really quick, because we had this planned, I was just gonna show you that I thought it was kind of funny that. Uh, here's the beat. Okay. And uh, I just thought it was it's funny how kind of conceptually similar it is to <laughs> it's like one of my favorite Dude, Drake songs ever. Hearing them that back to back. Even that like that 808. Yeah. Like, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's like the no, same it's like, shit. 1000% is. Wow. So uh, this does not help the case for Joyner Lucas and Logic being not the most original right. um, beat pickers ever. Yeah. Uh, so I thought that was kind of funny. The Denzel Curry song, Speedboat, uh, I feel like we liked it, but I don't really have a lot to say about it. Uh, I hope the album's more like this song than Ricky. Mm. That's all I'll say. Mm. I don't know what the album that comes will be like week. realistically. Yeah, yeah, and that comes next week, so we'll see, but I don't know. He's capable of making great music, and he's also capable of making things that I don't find interesting at all, so yeah. I, hope, I hope it leads yeah. in the right direction, but yeah. I don't, I'm not going to get my hopes up. I'm, I, I don't have my hopes up for the album yeah. in, in hopes that uh, I will be pleasantly surprised. Speaking of not having my hopes up, <laughs> because I knew this Beast Coast album was not going to be it. Chief uh, at all. Chief. Yeah. Nah. Um, what do we have to say about this Beast Coast album? Because here's... Here, confusing. Confusing yeah, yeah. to me because I feel like this should be a big deal. I feel like this album shouldn't have come out when four other or three other right. big albums that are, were all better than this came out. I I haven't... I, I Actually, I haven't listened to it. Uh, I listened to it. And I could tell just from the singles that released prior to it, I wasn't gonna care about this album. Like, I I thought that uh, this second, didn't even this wasn't even on the new releases page on Spotify. Yeah, like, how is that weird. possible? It was really weird. And the other thing that I found weird about it is that if you go on like Joey Badass's social media, he didn't promote this thing like at all. Like, I think he made like one post about like the first single, and other than that, never talked about it again. And then it just released. And so that shows me personally, I think I assume he wasn't really that interested in this thing. I think it was kind of just like, it was kind of more of like the concept was really exciting. And then like, maybe when they got in the studio, they were like, this is not turning out that great. And then they were like, well, we're already this far. Let's just throw it out there. Cause it's really doesn't, it doesn't hit anything that I cared about. Like See, the problem with an album like this is, okay, there are several other albums that came out this week. There are several albums this month that have just been like totally dividing my attention. So sometimes when, you know, I look at the Flying Lotus album, it was easy for me to jump in and go, oh, this is an interesting collab. This is an interesting song here. I mean, I look at the, I just look at the track list for this Beast Coast album and it gives me a headache. Like I I don't know where to start. I don't want to listen to the entire thing, but I want to get an idea for like, some of the main ideas of the album and i don't i i don't know like like where to really start with this thing i don't really know i I, and that that just stopped me from even really trying it out because i just had no point of entry here and i also go ahead i just want to say like i think um when you think of like Joy Badass, Pro Era, Flatbush Zombies, Underachievers. You're thinking of all these cool New York, young New York artists like Beast Coast. It all sounds really fucking cool. But when you really think about it, and I saw all three of those those three groups or rappers live. They did a Beast Coast tour a couple like few years ago. Um, I remember being at that concert and being like, Man, this is a weird dichotomy because Flatbush opened for Joey, but Flatbush was so hype and Joey was so chill and Pro Era mm. was so chill. Like, I knew when this album was announced, like that I was like, 
I don't think this is going to work. Like the back and forth between them for that long of a project is not going to work. Like it's so jarring to hear Joey Badass on an Eric Arc Elliott beat and then Underachievers on a CJ or on a Kirk Knight and then Juice come in and do some hook on like a Kirk Knight. It's so like none of it fits. It's hard to, uh, it's kind of hard to. You know, I'll say that it is a little difficult to make an album like this. Yeah, yeah. And oh, and that there's just a lot going on. And but one, I just think, yeah, this this probably should have gotten more promotion, gotten mm-hmm. more attention. Maybe not have come out this week. It, 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 I should have known more about it. I probably should have felt a little bit more excited about it. But I mean, l- let's take a step back here, and and I have to remind myself how many of these rappers do I really like? Because I've been like on record a long time now. Joey from pro era. That's, that's, that's it. <laughs> like that. I, I really do not care for pro era that much besides him and, and like Chuck strangers. I do like Chuck strangers. I like, um, I like when Kirk Knight and CJ fly up on the shit. I, I like all that. I like everyone I never, on this project. I just don't like when they're all together. I think it doesn't make sense. The sound sonically, and I've been make super sense. bummed on the last like couple um, Flatbush, Flatbush yeah, projects nah. too, and I I'm like dying for Michi Darko to go solo, right, and just make a solo album. So I mean, here, I, God, if I could have just gotten like a Joey and Meech album or like mm-hmm. a Joey and Meech, just like anything, you know, that's really what I'm 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 I I really care about here, right? Um, I thought it was cool that they did the uh, the uh, um. The Rap City Cipher with yeah. Big Tigga. That was fucking awesome. That was cool. That was cool. There's a couple songs that I I mean I'm cool with, but I'm not like overall this album was like just weird and like didn't hold my attention because I was like, uh like you said, like I was already deeply engrossed in Flying Lotus at this point and Steve Lacey like was on the horizon for me because I was like, right after Flying Lotus, I'm listening to Steve Lacey. It wasn't until I was like I didn't even know that this was out until I was like, just like, I think kinda, you got it. You got to know better than, yeah. than to like, I mean, I, I'm not going to like say like, this is in control of any one person or any, right. like even any, you know, like, but I think like whoever planned the release date, whoever like planned the promotion of this really like didn't kinda do that great of a job. A yeah. <laughs> dropped the ball a little bit. And, um, yeah, I think this speaks to a really specific kind of rap listener that, is not is not me yeah and um i already have a beef with a lot of these guys as feeling like a little bit of boom back revival Mm -hmm. um which i kind of say not so much as a compliment you know i I, like i like you know it's kind of like boom back renaissance e and it's just yeah not my not my cup of tea All right, Trent, I'm going to kick on this blue in exile. We're going to let it rock. And we're going to announce to the people a little uh, new tournament we got. Oh, going. yeah. We, we took we took some surveys. Trent's tourney. Trent's uh, tourney. It's Trent's tourney time. Trent's <laughs> tourney is back. It's back. It's happening. It's been a... Uh, I love this. Yeah. I love these. It's been about a week since the last one. Um, or no, like two weeks since the last one. So um, what's the what's the, what's the the topic of the tourney? So I was kind of like, honestly, this was born out of me just not knowing what the fuck to put on a tournament. So I decided I would just let people suggest some of their favorite albums. Genius. Yeah. And I, it was, that's what smart people do. Yeah. It was fun because I got to, you know, hear from people that I don't hear a lot of these people I don't talk to like that suggested them. I just said, shoot me your favorite album for 16 or getting on Trent's tourneys and people who I had no idea they would get to me just like sent them right away. Um, and it's a good, like good variety of projects. Um, some great, some, I don't think will do very well, but we'll see what happens. Let's Uh, go down the list. So I'm going to go in order of who sent them to me. So like from first to last, okay. Shout out from first to last, the band. If you're white, you probably know who that is. If you're not, you don't care who the fuck that is. You won't care who the fuck that is. Okay. But you are not speaking my language, but, uh, okay. So first off, uh, should I? Tell, should I say who sent them to me? No. Just just the album? Yeah. Okay. So first off, I got <laughs> Die Lit, the Playboy Party <laughs> album from last year. <laughs> yes. That was um, the first submission you that got. That was the number one submission I got right off the bat. 
uh, it was like literally a minute after I posted that shit. That's I fire. I got dialed by Playboy Cardi. Um, and then I will tell you who, who gave me the second one because it was my my good friend, Deb Del Molino. Oh, that's me, he, isn't uh, it? He sent me Doggy Style by oh, Snoop Dogg. Oh, wow. Great album. Wow. I, I believe it'll do very well. Um, and then I got Below the Heavens, uh, Blue in Exile, who we're kind of... Hey! <laughs> yeah, we're kind of rolling over this right now. But um, So Below the Heavens, great album. I got Control by SZA. Um, I got The Queen is Dead by The Smiths, which I'm going to put a little precursor on this tournament. If you haven't listened to one of these albums, don't I, vote. I deeply suggest you either listen to it first and then vote, or you don't vote at all because... There are albums you're not gonna you're not gonna know. Like a lot of people won't know some of these albums, and I don't want that to factor in to why they aren't chosen. I think you should have, be making educated guesses, educated decisions on these. Yeah. Um. So the Queen is Dead by the Smiths. That's an awesome album. Um. And then I got Graduation by Kanye West, which is like the weirdest Kanye West album I think to put on here, but it's not his best album. But yeah. <laughs> but I'm like I like that it's on here. Um. College dropout would have annihilated it. My beautiful Octopus Fantasy would have annihilated this whole bracket. So I'm glad that it's graduation. Uh, I got Street Soul by Guru's Jasmine Taz. Hey, awesome album. Shout out David Mayer. Shout, shout out David Mayer. Uh, Mad Villainy was on here. And no, that wasn't me that suggested that. <laughs> that is my all-time favorite album, though. Um, Two Birds, One Stone, baby. Yeah, man. Uh, Moment of Truth by Gangstar. Great album. House of Balloons by The Weeknd. Curious to see how that does. We'll see how far that one goes. Some people love that album. Some people will it make it to the them? will it make it to the elite eight? We won't know. <laughs> don't give a fuck about the weekend. Um, Black Celebration by Depeche Mode. Another one that if you haven't listened to it, don't vote or listen to it first. Um, Model Soul. I, I hope I'm saying that right. By New Jobbies. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about him a little earlier. Um, Lethal Injection by Ice Cube. Also a fucking hard album. Uh, Wolf by Tyler the Creator. Another random one, but I'm. It'll be fun to watch. Hey, It'll yeah, be fun right, to see. Yeah, sure. Um, Black on Both Sides by Most Def. Shout out Smythe. Shout Smythe, out I'm sorry if you wanted Omatic on here, but I chose to go with Black on Both Sides because Omatic would destroy. Yeah. Um, and then the last one, number 16, was is going to be Summertime 06 by Vince Staples, which is an EP, but I counted it because it was the 16th one that gets sent to me. <laughs> Summertime 06 is an album. <laughs> it's a fucking banger. It should be. I mean, it just says EP on Spotify, so... That's weird. It's a double album. Yeah, I don't know. So, what do you think is going to win? If I had to place my bets, I would say, depending on... I mean, like I said, the bra- I didn't say this, but the bracketing, the seeding will be random. Um, I'm just going to pull names out of a hat and match them up. Uh, so, it does de- depend on the seeding. Yeah, it does depend on the seeding because you never know. If you get fucking... Because, uh, like, if Doggy Style and Mad Villainy got in the same... like. I'd have a hard time. One of those is going to get knocked. Neither of us would have a hard time. Neither of us would have a hard time. But some people would have a hard time. Yeah. But if I had to guess, I would say the... I would say that, yeah, Mad Villainy, Doggy Style, or Black on Both Sides should be the ones that go to the top. I think those are the three best albums on there. those don't. Now, what do you you (laughs) think the likelihood that Dilit gets out of the first round? Honestly, I mean, my followers... That shit, <laughs> that shit might go far, bro. Like, Dialit and Summertime 06, I'm curious because those, I have a lot of followers who really love those albums. Um, so I, I'll see what happens. I think I'm going to place my bet on Dialit getting out of the first round. <laughs> All right. And I don't think it'll make the second round. I think it'll run into something tougher on the second round. Yeah. Something, uh, something. It'll be dumb. It'll be like Dilet versus Mad <laughs> Villainy on the second on the second round. Now I don't want to I don't want to make anybody feel bad, but if you had to put your money, Dev, on what will get the least amount of votes out of those albums in the first round, who do you think? Um, Depeche Mode. Yeah, probably. Probably Depeche Mode. If I had to choose one that like people actually listen to, like no, right off the bat, and then the weekend uh, House of Balloons is probably gonna be the lowest uh, one. Oh yeah, well you don't know, man. Like people are a little crazy about. Well, yeah, people are a little crazy about the weekend. Yeah, I will be voting whatever is against <laughs> that weekend album. Yeah, 
I do not. I do I also do the la- like the other one that I really want to see how it does is Scissors Control. Uh, I was just about to ask. What do you yeah. think? You think that's likely to make it out of the first round? It's the only R and B album on here. Mm. There's no other. Everything's either jazz or there's a couple rock albums. But I'm going that, with Doggy Style. Doggy Style is gonna win. <laughs> and if it doesn't, then you're all twerps. I'm. I'm a, I think Mad Villainy should win, but we'll see what happens. Yeah. Right, man. Well, we shall see. That's going to be funny if it does come down to like doggy style mad villainy in the yeah. lat or or the first round. Right. Yeah, that'd be cool. So, um, we're just now listening to this Blue and Exile three song EP, but I mess with it. Uh, Exile. Any last words about any of the music that dropped today, Trent? We've been talking for quite a long time. This is a lot long podcast. Yeah. Um. Nah, bro. I will say, uh, shout out Claro. We didn't talk about her. We didn't talk about her. And that's okay. We don't need to. Just go. I love Claro. I love anything she does. I think I might have a, don't tell Sarah, I might have a little bit of a crush on Claro. Does Sarah listen to this podcast? Probably not. Good. Not this far, at least. Okay. <laughs> All right. Maybe when we're, we have more clout. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought that's, I thought that song was okay. I'll have to give it a second listen, though. This is episode five of six in season one. So for those of you listening, we're going to do one more episode and then we're going to take a break. A little break. And then we're going to change some things and add some things and and learn about and and, and reflect on season one, Yeah, which I think has been pretty good. Pretty sick. We got some really great core ideas. And uh, yeah, I think we're ready to add some more things into the mix and just hammer out the kinks if you care by the way um and you listen to us and want to give us suggestions on how we can be better we're happy to, to yeah. listen yeah we, probably, we might not do them yeah yeah exactly <laughs> but yeah. i do want to hear from people yeah what and, they think and, and this is a good point to say because I, I i have asked some people to give feedback we know that we're not like super used to being on microphones and, and doing podcasts so yeah. we we know like we say, um, and like, and filler words and all that stuff, like all that basic stuff. Like we know we're working on. Um, if you have like, any like characteristic what? or qualitative suggestions right. or comments about the show or features that we could be adding yeah. or anything like that. Don't just tell us we're stupid or something. Yeah. Those kinds of things we we'll know. get better about. <laughs> trust. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, if you have any, any, any sort of like revisions yeah. that you think would make the, 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 the podcast better in like a format way or just like in a characteristic way. Right. Then we love to hear that. Um, so we'll be back next week. It's going to be another pretty heavy album week or, you know, not as heavy, but I mean, it's still going to be at least a couple of big albums that we care about. And then we'll disappear for a couple of weeks. We're going to be in, in, in Turks. Yeah. And I'm going to be real busy listening to final Dominican so. Republic, perhaps, you know, probably lounging, sipping probably on mimosas. I got work. Okay. Um, but then we'll be back. We'll be back. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and we'll be adding new features and, and whatnot. So let's let's wrap this thing up. Let's do our plugs. Let's uh, let's. Hey, guys, I did an Igor review and I, uh, I even changed the format. The six, five, four, three, two mat, uh, format that I've been doing for years now is now just the five, four, three, two format. Fuck the six. Fuck the six. Yeah. We're, Except for the finals. Go I'm not, Raptors. Fuck the Warriors. Go Warriors, man. Oh, what the fuck? I know. That was gross, wasn't it? Uh, I just had an out-of-body experience. Um, yeah, so uh, no more six-minute reviews. Uh, they're going to be shorter or longer or six minutes. Who cares? Uh, I'll keep the 5-4-3-2 format because I, I like that part, but I, I didn't want to just be limited to six minutes. Uh, but my Igor review is the first one out now. It's out right, right now. So listen, go watch. Right now, motherfucker. Right fuck now. Shit. Pause. I said pause. Go. Listen now. Well, wait. And, uh, oh, yeah, wait. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, minimusiccritic.com, Metabritic, Dev Domolino on IG, Loud Packs on IG, Twitter, same ones. Uh, anything else we need to know about? Nah, bro. All right. I got nothing. It else. is late. I literally work in seven hours. Yeah. I'm trying to go home. Let's 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 dead this. Peace. Peace. Man, I hope we were right.